radio check. Next artist is on A rig. Artist is on the way to the stage. Lighting, the artist is requesting we go door. Every great artist, great stage, great sound, and great visuals. There's a crew of men and women making it happen. Hear their stories. All right, whatever, everybody. This is Rocky. This is Brenda. And I'm Kirby. And you've tuned into Set Times. Hello, hello. What's up, everybody? Oh, yeah. Today's guest is lovely Victoria. Hello. What's up? You You made it. Thanks for having me. We've been working on trying to get you here a minute. I yeah, know. since like day trip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. Since day I was trip. thinking you, that. You, yeah, you know what's funny? I, I think she had gave us a date. She did. And then we fucking totally like everybody spaced out. And I think you went that weekend, you went to a show and you totally spaced out on it. Yeah. No, we totally. all did. Yeah, yeah we, we our, yeah. our schedules were like, yeah, we have availability. And then all of a sudden, no availability. Yeah, <laughs> Everybody's no. schedule kind of like went crazy. That's pretty much how it always goes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to get a lot of people like within the January, February. I know. It was a slow month, so that's the best time to do Before it. Before everybody starts leaving, you're like, I mean, we got Okeechobee coming. You going to that? I think I am. I'm in the talks. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. I heard that's someone right now. So fingers crossed. And we got Skylines coming up. We got so many fucking shows coming up. So it's like, yeah, it's gonna be big. I know this year's gonna be crazy. Are you on Skylines? Um, crazier than last I don't know. I don't think sure. so. You want to be on Skylines? I asked Augie before he knew what Skyline was, <laughs> and I told him I want to be on it, and okay. then he was like, "Okay, oh, there's people who have seniority," and I was like, "Oh, all right, never mind." I'll ask. <laughs> I'll put your name in the mix because oh. I was I was asked to get thrown in, and I said, oh, "I don't know." I kind of want to. Anyways. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I hear you just came in from Mexico. Yeah, literally last night. Was it for fun or work? It was for work. Okay, what'd you do? So I worked this event called Girls Just Want a Weekend with Brandy Carlisle. Oh, yeah, I love Brandy Carlisle. Okay, I had never heard of her, and I feel bad saying that, but it was so fun. And it's at an all-inclusive resort in Mexico, the Hard Rock, and the ladies just be having fun all week. Did they have all-inclusive uh, chilaquiles? Yes. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. Everything's cool. all-inclusive. It was so fun. And I was working with the activities team, so like one of my close friends, Steph, runs the activities and most of the time, like an artist will come and like do the activities with us. So it's just like really fun and interactive. So I had a great time and I was in Mexico. So yeah. So was she the only artist or there are other artists there? No, there were other artists there. Like Winona Judd was there. Yeah. Um, Zola. Where were you, Brenda? I know. Yeah. I, lo- I know the music. I know the women. Very, I, yeah. I respect. Your face explains it all. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. I yeah. should have been there. But it's it's not my, like, go-to music. But yeah. I can respect a good artist. I can respect yeah. a good musician. So, I yeah. mean, why not a judge? That's, like, legend- she's legendary. I know. <laughs> Sarah Bareilles, a couple 
of ladies that unfortunately I don't know, but listening to them now, I'm gonna. Yeah. So what genre of music is that? Like R and B or some sort? No, like no, pop, like pop, c- country, country, oh. yeah, country, country, rock. country soul, like country that rock. kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Because Belinda Carlisle is a little more rocker than country, but Wyona Nadjud is definitely country, right? Yeah, I think so. Also, not my genre either, so I can't really speak to the. But you were out there with a cowboy hat, weren't you? Some boots. You were all. <laughs> you didn't like, dug it. Nah. You go all in. You didn't got. No. You didn't have your Cabo suited and booted suit, like, no. or you were walking around <laughs> all ninja out. Yeah, ninja out, baby. Biker Black shorts and a tee every day. And radios. And radios. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. How big was it? it was like three day festival, a couple thousand people. What do you? Yeah. So it was. They actually split it between two resorts because it's like the biggest um, event that Cloud Nine does. So Cloud Nine is are the people that produce it. Okay. So they split it at the Hard Rock, and I think about three thousand to thirty five hundred people are there. And then there was this other resort like ten minutes down the road where there was like sixteen hundred people. Oh wow! So probably around like five thousand people go, and it was from basically last Sunday until yesterday. So it's about five. Five-ish oh, days. Oh, yeah. Is that the same hotel that that Hard had their uh, shipwreck? Yes, which I also worked that. Okay. So Holy Shipwrecked was there. And Dude, then- they, that, that hotel has a lineup of fucking shows this Dude, year. Dude, it's insane. A lineup. And they yeah. have another one this week called Panic in La Playa. So it's yeah. like widespread panic and people yeah, like that. And then that. they got all the fucking bay shows coming up. Mm-hmm. And then, They're busy there. Yeah, I They're was, awesome, though. I was like, what the fuck? It's like literally party, party, party. I wonder if it's at the same hotel really? that we went to for the group cruise, Cabo. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure because I, from what it looks like, there isn't any other ones that are like mixing designed in. Designed for that, that. yeah. Because yeah. yeah. this look definitely designed to have like events. Yeah, it's, it, 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 it has the, the big beach front, right? And then the pools mm-hmm. look over the beach. Yeah. And it's like. It's like an hour outside of Cancun. It's like in Riviera Maya. Oh no! Then this isn't the one that. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. You guys All right. In Cabo. This one's like outside yeah. of Cancun. Yeah. Oh, okay. Super nice. That's yeah, like towards Tulum. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yep. All right. Yeah. Which you've also been. I have also been to Tulum. Yeah. Yeah. You were at yeah, that jungle party. Everywhere. No. But well, I, I went to Tulum for weekend. fun in 2021. I haven't gone there for like a show or anything like that. But that was the same weekend yeah. that you were out there. There was I saw a, that. a whole big jungle with that body that hangs. You guys seen those visuals? Yeah, that's but, the oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the Tales, Tales, Tales of, of Us, Us crew, all yeah. those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but they had the whole insane show out visuals. There. Insane. Yeah, those, oh my god! I thought that's the one that you were having. No, you know, no, like, no, no. Was that a country show? Yeah, something a little more. Simple. It was fun though. Yeah, because we always talk about we like those smaller shows. It's just a little more intimate, a little more fun, a little less, I think, stressful. Yeah, for sure. And the big kind of EDCs. Sure. And- That's what I love about it because it is so intimate and these guests can get super close to these artists that they love. You know, and like when they come to these activities, then everyone can get like autographs after and talk to them. And like the guests stay super respectful, which is what I like. But honestly, it like makes my heart hurt in the best way, just seeing them up close and personal to these artists that they love and admire. And it's like, you don't get that at a festival or at a concert venue or anywhere else. So it's like super zoo. cool. Yeah. Oh. Oh, <laughs> so it was nice. It was super cool to see that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. I gotta look up one of those. That's like a really nice. It sounds like a really nice like just getaway. You're in a beautiful yeah. place, but you also have music and you relax and, and all the food. I think you guys included. would enjoy it. The only problem is it's like I'm pretty sure like there's a part where the pool parties are at and that's where they're playing. 
You guys yeah, you don't have to get in the pool, people. Yeah, I, yeah. exactly. I'm, but I'm sure I you'd get probably tossed house. in. I love Splash House, and I don't get in that water, but I'm Yeah, still but the there. water's like away from the stage. No. The, the, right there. It's right there. It's right there? Yeah. yeah. One I stage, you're literally, year. if you go in front of the stage, you're in the water. I'm going to try to attend this year. I don't want to work. got to go. Yeah, go. Good. I love go. it. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Are you going to attend? I don't know. I want to this year. Do you do Splash House? No, I was asked to do it last year, but I couldn't do the second weekend. And the person that wanted to hire me really wanted like the same crew oh, yeah. both weekends, which I to totally keep... get. Yeah. So I was already booked for something else, I think like in the that June date of Splash House. So fingers crossed this year because I don't have anything tentative yet. So it's coming up fast. Oh, you wait. And the February, end of January, you're going to be like, fuck, I'm booked the whole year. I know. I mean, I'm already. They're sending They're emails out. Yeah. Emails are going out, so you got to check them. <laughs> I know, I know. So we know you, me and Kirby know you as an artist liaison, right? Is that what you norm, like, stick to doing? Is that your... Yeah, I think right now, like, that's kind of, like, my niche. I've okay. done other things as well, but it's been mostly in, like, the artist relations world um, as an artist liaison or, like, compound manager or stage liaison. Yeah, the first um, time I saw her was at the Welcome Back fucking rave that we had uh, day trip. That's the first yeah. time I met her. Mm. The one that you were, oh, I'm jelly because I'm not there. Was that 2021, right? Yeah, this 2021. One. But she was already working for Insomniac the year before, uh, 2019, right? Twenty and Yeah, Escape 2019 was my first ever show, festival that I've ever worked. Damn, you, you yeah. feel like you've been doing this way longer I than that. Know. I know. You're on your shit. Well, I yeah, I mean. What, what, four years? Five years? Four yeah. years? But I feel like 2020 doesn't count. It doesn't count. Right? Nothing can't. happened. Yeah. So then I wasn't working at all. Bro, I was doing the park and raves. I mean, I don't know what y'all doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That started the What end. a time. Park and raves. <laughs> I was telling Rocky that uh, artist relations and like liaisons are so important, almost as important as his job, because without the equipment, there's no show. Without the artist getting from point A to point B, there is no show. Yeah, because they're at gate C and they were supposed to be at gate A. I know. <laughs> and it's things as an attendee we don't think about, especially yeah. like at EC where it's such a huge, huge venue and to get from point A to point B is going to take you 20 minutes. Yeah, totally. That That's like, we don't think about those things. We just think that it shows up and you're right there. And how difficult is it to, to kind of wrangle artist and get them to where they need to go i mean it depends on like who the artist is right and all a lot like a lot of it for us is like communication so like the night before we'll reach out to usually their day of show contact which is normally their tour manager and we kind of preemptively give them like hey like please leave this many hours before trying to get here because of traffic when you're here let us know then we meet them in person and i immediately will discuss with the tm like hey it takes this many minutes to get to the stage Stage manager wants you like at least 15 minutes there before. So how does this time sound or whatever? And usually they're like on the money about it. But sometimes if like the artist has like a lot of guests with them. Entourage. Or, yeah, Entourage. like it's, it's kind of hard to wrangle it. But I think now that I've done so many festivals, it's like easier for me now. And I know like a lot of the management teams better now. So it's easier for me to try to like get these people on time in there. But inevitably it always happens where... Someone is lost in the sauce and we got to find them and get them to stage like ASAP. And I'm sure you love it because they don't throw out these wild ass fucking like demands because they see you more often. Yeah. It's like I've heard that they're like, oh, 30 people like, nah, dude, we can't put 30 people on a stage and you got to deal with it. Yeah. 
you know especially when you're on now the street, it's yeah. like if they see you they don't even ask for it like it's like oh she's got us i mean yeah they'll still ask though <laughs> they always <laughs> they ask. try to get as much but i think like the stage managers also know a lot of those people too so when the teams like go to the stage like the stage manager they've already worked with them like multiple times so they kind of know how we roll so i never even thought of that you you contact their their team beforehand to let mm-hmm. them know hey because some people aren't from here some people are traveling yep. they don't realize that it's going to take you an hour to get from your hotel to the speedway or wherever you're at i know somebody about uh uh, uh, Coachella they were at the wrong gate and if you've ever been to Coachella there are gates all everywhere and everywhere. if you're on yellow you're supposed to be in green you're fucked right <laughs> so I never even thought of that calling them the day before like Rocky does that all the time with like tech writers and trying to make sure I didn't even think about like you, you do the same thing just making yeah. sure that they're there hey communications everything yeah totally hey you got this many minutes you got to make sure to leave the hotel at that time wow I yeah yeah. That's smart, though, because if you don't, then you kind of leave them to their own devices and then they're definitely yeah. going to be late. They're lost at that point. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And they yeah, always want You always got a hiccup, right? Like, always. I'm pretty sure. Always. No, always. And it's like these teams have been doing this stuff for such a long time, but I still have to tell them, like, please leave like three hours before you thought you were going to leave L.A. or wherever you're coming from to drive to site because inevitably there's going to be the traffic and there's going to be whatever else is going on. And it's like, we always have like groups of people that are like, we're not going to make it. Can we issue creds on site? Like we're going to make it 20 minutes before the set. Can we have the vehicle ready? And it's like, we kind of in the moment have to circumvent those issues and make sure that we're pre-planning all of that for them. So that's so crazy. Yeah. Do you have any crazy stories that have happened? Like you're just, yeah, a couple, you don't have to mention the artist, but or yeah, Yeah, there was one that I was thinking of, and I was like, "Mm, probably for this person's privacy, I'm not going to say this. But I will say this. I worked Lovers and Friends, which is a C3 show. I don't know if you guys heard of it. The first year was this past year, and it was, like, all, like, the old school, like, R&B people. So, like... Vegas, right? Yeah, in Vegas on the Las Vegas Festival grounds. So, like, Usher, Ludacris, uh, Miss Lauren Hill, Sierra, TLC, like, they were all there. And I was the headliner liaison, so I was taken care of, and I remember coming on site. So I had her head of security on my golf cart. We went to just basically escort vehicles in and security sitting next to me. And, you know, larger touring parties have their own radio so that they their teams can communicate with each other. Right. Okay. So all of a sudden we're like driving to go back to like the main stage. And I just hear her on the radio via the security guard screaming, everybody off the stage now, get off the stage now. And so like they're literally screaming so hard. And I'm like not seeing anything because the road that I'm on, I'm like, I don't see anything happening, right? My team's not really saying anything on my radio, but like their team is screaming and I'm like, shit, something's happening, like something bad. So we like kind of keep driving. We like stop and I'm like, okay, we need to figure out what's going on before I bring you guys any further into this venue. And then I hear some chatter on my radio, like everyone just like stay where you are, like don't move, like, you know, just get into an office. So we like turn around and uh, assistant calls me and he's like, hey, like what's going on? I was like, hey, we just need to pause for like a second. Something's happening. Like, so I go back and I see some cops at this gate where I'm going to because I'm like, there's people like screaming, like what's going on? And he's like, literally nothing. People are freaking out. I drive back. I'm a little freaked out. And I just see all of our fences broken down, people running out 
of the festival grounds, like screaming, leaving, like, the leaving, festival, not going in, leaving, no, yeah. leaving. Oh my god, scary! This is like, the same venue that uh, Route sixty six uh, happened. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Tragedy. Yeah. Same yeah. venue. So it's like really scary and yeah. obviously like traumatic. And I just see this influx of people, and they're also they like broke down all of the fences that are outside of basically like the main festival ground or whatever which also happens to run right next to one of the artist compounds. So now I'm like, oh my God, like I hope everyone's fine and safe. Um, and I just hear people talking like, I, I saw a knife and it was a gun and blah, blah, blah. So what we think happened, because it turns out nothing actually happened, is we think, when it, have you ever heard a golf cart backfire? Yeah. It, it's a loud pop and it kind of could sound like a gunshot or something. Yeah, my car sounds like that. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. So I think people probably heard that. And when, you know, when one person starts freaking out and running oh, and everyone sees it, then it's 10 people, then it's 100, then it's 1,000 people running out. And that's what happened. And it was just like so crazy just to see this like Domino happening. Effect. Yeah. It's like the game of telephone. Like you tell somebody something and by the time it gets to you over here, it's like this crazy. Completely different. different yeah. Things. It was yeah. 10 guys and they all had machine guns. And, yeah. Yeah. and it was and tanks and then yeah. there was like army men. Yeah, it's like, holy. It was a golf cart. Right. That, that's How what we think. scary though. No, it was so scary. And I actually felt super bad because two of the staff on our AR team um, quit the next day because one girl had actually worked that Route 66 oh. show. Oh, and probably. So she was a little bit yeah, like traumatized. A lot of trauma there, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm shocked she even went to work that. I know. Venue, like, yeah, that venue's crazy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd be able to go back. I'd be like, I I'm think never now she's work. probably never gonna yeah. go back. Yeah. And I, I honestly felt for her because, yeah. like, that is so scary. Like, yeah. even though it turned out that, Poor like, thing. nothing actually happened, like, that truly is traumatic yeah, as hell. I mean, you definitely go into default, right? And, like, oh shit, it's happening again. Yeah. Right. Like, so what did that event just cancel no. the rest of the show? No, literally. An hour, right? Yep. An hour and a half. This came like an hour later. Usher, Little John, Ludacris were like, let's get the show on the road. And they, Put the they fences started back up, brought the people back in. And they and, started the show back up that night. And then it happened again the second night. So it was the same lineup both nights. You could only buy like single day passes. And the next night, like everyone came back. Like I thought maybe some of the artists would be freaked out and not want to perform the next day. But like everyone showed up and it was completely fine. Oh, oh nice. good. The okay. show must nice. go on. Yeah, must Nobody yeah. was hurt. That's good. So. Yeah. All right. I like that. The, yeah. the show must go on. There was probably somebody that was, saw it at the source happening, and they were like, dude, it was just a It was nothing. Yeah. 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 It was so nothing. I mean, you got to reassure these people, right? Yeah. Like, they're yeah. not just going to show up and play. Like, dude, I'm, you know, yeah. they feel their life's endangered, right? After yeah. after that tragedy happened in Vegas, and the first time Rocky went back to working like a big festival, I was always in the back of my head. I'm always like, oh, just a little, it's a little unnerving, but, but he's like, I'm behind the stage. Like, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but still. People are still. But still. People are still crazy. You have, you ever felt like, besides that one time, like a little, like, this is a little sketchy. Um, not really. Okay, and I hadn't really thought about it prior to that either. So when that was happening and now I'm seeing these waves of people like leaving, I'm like, oh my God. Like it occurred to me too. I'm like, oh my God. It could have been us. Like, it could have been this festival. And I think now I kind of think about the safety of, like, myself, my teammates, like, the guests, the artists a little bit more because you just never know. And I think that's why we take safety so seriously and, like, who we let in because it's, like, you can let the one wrong person in and not check them or sneak them in. Like, recently at a festival, we had a security guard taking cash from guests to bring them into our gate near the artist compound. And it's, like, 
dude, what are you doing? Dude. Like, oh, you guys caught him? Oh, we caught them. Oh. My boss caught them, and she Damn. called him out right in front of the guests. It was so funny. Where's the money? Yeah, literally. But it's like, seriously, like one wrong person coming in could ruin the whole thing and could put everyone's lives in jeopardy. Yeah. And like, that's not cool. Um, where did you grow up? So I'm originally from South Florida, but then when I was like nine or 10, I moved to Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Yeah, the that's most random state ever. Different. I know. My dad's job brought us up there, unfortunately. You're a Green Bay? That Green Bay? Wisconsin? Right? I, You're a cheesehead? two shits about football. Cheese, my, family, my family is a big Packers family. Cheesehead. So I am a cheesehead. I There's love a Raider cheese. house right here. There's a Raider house. There's a Raiders house. <laughs> I figure so I'm like, I don't stand by any team. I don't care. Like, <laughs> fun to watch, but I'm not partial to anyone. But my family is a big Packers um, team. And then when I was 19, I moved to North Carolina. And then, like, four years ago, I moved here. So, oh, so you've only been here in, in California for four years? Yeah, since, like, August 2018. Oh, wow. Yeah. What took you to Carolina? School? A boy. School and also a boy. No. A boy. No, never. I would never travel for a boy. I need my career to be the next Mariah Carey. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so what really took you to North Carolina? Yeah. So my older sister, she's four years older than me. She was going to school at UNC Chapel Hill, and like my family and I, we didn't like Wisconsin. Like we're from Florida. My parents are from South America. Like we don't like the cold, and there was nothing really holding us to staying there. And we just like loved North Carolina because my sister is going to school there. So then my parents were like, screw it. Let's go over there. And then that's where I did finish like college. And my family still lives there. And I love it over there. So it's great. Nice. You went to college. I did. What's your degree? Business management with a concentration in management leadership and a minor in Spanish. Oh, we're looking at a wow. Future, we're looking at a future big dog in the fucking industry. Watch. <laughs> That's what we're looking at. We're gonna taste Let's it. Let's manifest it. Yeah, yeah. future yeah. big dog in the industry. Watch. Yeah. I said it here first. I love it. I love it. But, and, yeah. Then but, what brought you? What brought you to brought you to LA? To be like in the industry, because like I knew I wasn't gonna be able to do anything really in North Carolina. You'd have to go to Florida, right? Back That's, to Florida. Yeah. yeah. So you wanted to be like in the entertainment industry, whether it be movies or. No, I like knew I wanted to do like the music. Music industry. side of it. Like, oh, I, okay. I didn't know exactly like what I wanted to do, but like I knew like that's what I wanted to do. Okay. Crazy. All right. Yeah. Nice. Like I love music. It's my passion. When I was like younger, I had what I call an early 20s crisis when I was in school because I was going to be a doctor and all this stuff. And I was like, what am I passionate about? Like, what do I love? What could I be around for the next, hopefully, 60 years of my life? And it just, everything just pointed back to music. And I was like, I have to somehow, like, do this. And it just so happened that a friend of mine that lived in my building in Raleigh, North Carolina, where I lived, um, is very close friends with one of the, like, music directors, talent buyers at Insomniac. And so... I had been to Electric Forest. You guys have obviously yeah. heard of Electric Forest. I've heard of it, of course, yeah. In like 2012, 2013, it was one of my favorite festivals. And so he brought us to Electric Forest 2017. Oh, shit. And yeah, as VIP, which was so cool of him. I really appreciate that. And we got to go backstage and like see all this stuff. And I was like, holy shit, like this is like what I want to do. Like I want to be behind the scenes. And so my friend introduced me to his wife. And now she's like one of my best friends. And yeah, like... She got me a job as an unpaid intern working for a small artist management company that she worked for. And then... Over there. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
And then, like, I was still in North Carolina doing that remote. And then I came out to visit her in 2017 just to see if I liked LA, like, if I can make it work. And then, yeah, I moved out here in August 2018. That's crazy. Unpaid intern. Yeah. yeah well, you got to start at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, you got to work your way up. Fuck, that's crazy, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I've, I don't think I've ever worked for free. I don't think I've ever done anything. Yeah, like that's it's why not more, something I would more, do now. That's more power for sure, to you. But... No, more power to you because yeah, you got to pay your price. Yeah, like, yeah. you're young. You're young, and so it, yeah. it's a little. Different. Yeah, so I mean, I hear a lot about like unpaid internships, and I'm like, so how do you pay for shit? Yeah, <laughs> I think they should really be illegal. Like, why are we paying people? Why are we not I'm paying people? people yeah, to do something do like you. I mean, I, I, I haven't heard like, of it recently. But I remember back in the oh, day. Oh, they definitely still have oh, unpaid yeah. internships yeah? Shit, for like, sure. Oh, here, here's a ticket to the show. Here's yeah, three hundred dollars. But you know what? It does pay off. It does pay off. Yeah, because I've I've known a lot of people who've done it, and they've they're big at what they do. Totally, it's just a stepping stone. Yeah, yeah, it's a stepping stone to. No, only that. But you don't stay at it for years. No, but I mean, no, I get it. I had a full time job. Like it wasn't like I wasn't making money either. I understand, but you're only making half of that. But you're putting in double the work. Yeah, what I'm trying to say. And it's like you need to work hard. I mean, it's because I guess it all. I fucking fell into it. That's probably why. Yeah. Well, then again, no, because I did work one festival and I wasn't getting paid for it. I was See? just happy to be Everybody there. Everybody starts. Yeah, oh, did, yeah, I think you, I did once. You did somewhat of an internship. Yeah, like one. Yeah. yeah. And then it was like, hey, we can't bring you anymore. You got to work. <laughs> you got to work. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, cool. Then I'll work. And then they started paying me. But yeah, I guess. I guess. But damn. Man. Yeah. I didn't really think about it like that because yeah. they never said, oh, this is unpaid internship. You just want to come hang out? Yeah. <laughs> you want to you want to come to the show. But, hey, you know, you need to st- set some shit up before you go rage. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. More power to you. Yeah. I mean, that's what built your character. Yeah. And it was a great, like, opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, I had never had any experience. And also, I felt kind of better with, like, the terrible, they had me do, like, social media for some of our artists, and I'm not good at that. And it made oh, me feel better because I'm like, you better now? No, absolutely not. <laughs> like, but I was like, I'm not getting paid. So I'm like, you know, I didn't feel that bad because I'm like, well, she's not paying me to do it. So I tried my hardest, though, and I and I really do appreciate that. Opportunity. And it opened more doors for you. Yeah. Yeah. So then I moved out here and I didn't get a job in the industry for probably like over a year. I applied to like probably 200 like entry level jobs at like small management companies or labels or like anything for like admin assistant positions and stuff like that. And like, I didn't even get like a single interview. Like it was, I felt pretty like discouraged. Ooh. But then my wow. friend, the wife of, you know, the talent buyer at, at Insomniac introduced me to Haley Miller, who has done like the artist relations managing for Insomniac. We need to get Haley on here. Yeah, we've heard, her yeah. name has been on here a lot. No, like you so much. for sure like need her. Um, so my friend Valerie like introduced me to Haley and kind of gave her the background of like she's worked with me she has a great work ethic like will you just interview her and I remember I was working at Best Buy at the time and I was like in my car on my lunch break and I had like a little phone interview with Haley and I just kind of explained like what I wanted to do and she was like okay cool like I'll give you a shot at Escape you know this was in 2019 and she's like, if you're good, like, I-, I can recommend you to some people and like, you know, let's just give it a go. And I was like, oh, my God, like, thank you so much. And then, yeah, like I came to Escape and worked it and like worked for her ever since. And then, you know, what I just yeah. realized right now is that and maybe I'm it's not correct, but I just realized when she said, you know, that so and so introduced her. I think this whole industry 
is built through fucking friends. Yeah, it's oh, who 100%. you know. Absolutely. Yeah. I was, right now that she so just said it, know. I was sitting there like, well, wait a minute, you know, the big Mad Hatter started with his two friends and then his two friends knew two friends and then two friends and then, then these friends and then that friends and then it's like, oh, shit. It's not like really? a regular corporate company where it's like, oh, no, not at all, yeah. I'm fucking hire you, you know. No. You're gonna that's, that's, that's why I didn't get crazy. any of those other jobs because I already knew they know people internally or those yeah. people that are internal have people that they're going to recommend and that's usually like, what it is, yeah. you know, and I'm very grateful sucks. and lucky. Yeah, it sucks, but you you definitely have to put yourself out there, put yourself out there, put your face out there, and then meet people, and then. Yeah. So I was just blown you- right now, by the way. I was just like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm probably late to the train, but I was just like, oh shit. Yeah, I mean, truly, it you is just well. literally explained, and I was sitting there like, oh. I mean, even you guys, like... You yeah, guys, I mean, I was never, like... Like, you, you know, you, we need somebody. Oh, I know some guy. I know a guy. He he does audio. He's been in the business, yeah. but whatever. Bring him on. So. See, I was nowhere near this. Nowhere. I was selling oranges on the fucking freeway. <laughs> nice. And then fucking Jesse <laughs> found me on the freeway and asked me if I wanted to help him carry he some He said, speakers. my oranges taste <laughs> really good, by and the way. I, you I look said, strong. you're going to buy oranges? And he's like, nah, dude. I just need somebody to help me <laughs> load these speakers up. And I said, well, fuck it. I'll go with you. And that was it. Now I'm is in this the- a for real story, you guys? That's, okay. the, that's the story that Jesse tells everybody. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I love it. Jesse Morales. Beginnings. Yeah, beginnings. He tells everybody that. Jesse. He's like, I found this fool in the fucking freeway <laughs> selling oranges. And look where he's at now. Oh, that's great. I love that. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely, I think, about who you know and, and meeting those people. And I'm super grateful because I'm sure for some people it's taken a lot longer. And, you know, that year and a couple months that it took for me to finally get like a job was you know hard and I was a little discouraged but like I moved out here for this like I wasn't going to stop trying ever good so I'm just super grateful that. for that's everyone dope. that's you got your foot out. in the door and, and like, like I said a future big dog and my kids are going to be working for her watch yeah and it's like, <laughs> like oh yeah yeah Victoria, I was like, Victoria that, that sounds familiar, familiar. <laughs> yeah. so what did you do at Escape I was a Artist liaison in the compound. Oh, okay. Yeah. So shows where the real party happens with the artist. With the, all the artists. Yeah. All the hanging out. It's pretty packed back there. Yeah. The I've c- never been back there. The celebrity party. You have to go. I know. You know what I love now is that they're not behind all the stages anymore. They got their own little designated area off mm-hmm. the side. I guess it depends. Uh, like oh, all? It depends. all of them. I on we the haven't venue, right yeah oh dude well, I most we, of, yeah most of the insomniac ones there's just one artist compound yeah, other before, festivals I work oh, okay. they do well, I don't know sometimes have compounds before, right before we used to have the trailers behind all the stages oh yeah so whoever was playing on your stage those guys were all back there hanging out in their trailers and shit mm-hmm. and I mean it was a party always going on but I I like the fact that now because they always got up and left and like hey let's go check <laughs> this fool out you know and then it's like oh what well, did you go on in five minutes. Right. You know, now they're all mingling in the back in their section and then, you know, then they come and play their set and then they go back and mingle again. Yeah. It's not like they got to go stage to stage anymore. Yeah. I think it's easy for us to like find people go, go because it's all cattle. in one yeah. place. Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah. What, are, what are some of the most uh, challenging things you have to deal with? Waking up. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um... I don't know. I think just learning how to like manage your time and multiple artists because it's not like we just have one or two artists. We're usually working with artists from a whole stage. And I think just learning how to think clearly in the moment with like getting certain artists where they have to go. Because a lot of times a lot of these teams and what would stress me out and be kind of challenging for me is like 
sometimes they're like, we need our front of house people to go at this time. And then we need like a party to go at this time. And then I need to go myself with our photographer at this time. But then also I have two other teams that are also trying to like coordinate with me all these times that they need to get here and there and everywhere. So it becomes a little discombobulated, but like I've managed to learn how to stay pretty like organized and set alarms and like write down all this stuff so I can get people like where they need to go or like, you know, just dealing with those like requests or people kind of getting unruly can sometimes be a little challenging, but like truly I feel like I've been pretty blessed. Like there's nothing that's been too crazy or challenging for me. That sounds like challenging, just juggling. Because you're you're never, juggling. Yeah, I mean, it is. See, I've never thought about that because, I mean, I'm chilling up there, and, I mean, she's, I thought those would just come up because they want to come up. No. But now that she's telling me, it's like, oh, yeah, this guy shows up at this time, like visuals, visuals yeah. and uh, sound engineer show up yep. at this time, and it's like. Yeah, imagine, like, you're bringing an artist to the stage, and you're already thinking of the next of the one, next one yeah. what, what's Preparing. happening over there. Yeah, you have Ooh. to. And this is why I try to get it done when they come. Like when the team finally gets on site and I'm face-to-face with the tour manager, production manager, whoever, I'm like, let's talk about this now. Like what movements do you have? Like what do you need from me? And then obviously like throughout the day, they can text or call us and they do if they need anything like extra. But I try to like organize myself as soon as possible with these teams, you know? So... Yeah, does, nip it in the butt first. Like, yeah. That's, that's, does it work in the way of like us? Do you get the tech writers? Does someone create a folder for you and you get to see what they have or who oh, they yeah. have? No. Only just, the art relations managers that are advancing would see that. For hospitality. Okay. For hospitality. Yeah. So yeah, like I need a tray of carrots. Yeah. They see that. They typically don't. Like, so I helped advance countdown um a few weeks ago, and typically they're not sending us the tech writer. Sometimes they do, and then we can, like, loop in whoever, like, the PM on the show is or whoever. We can be like, hey, like, take a look at this writer or, hey, send it to this person. Same with hospitality. So, like, the advance that we send out, we send all those contacts in the email. So those teams should know, like, to start another email thread with, like, Jen Johnson from Hospitality or, like, Andrew or whatever it is. Whoever needs. sometimes, inevitably, they'll, like, send us their tech pack or their visuals, and then we just, like, loop in the right person. So you guys are... you guys are more advancing like logistics like how do you get yeah here? yeah like transportation and usually again we have like someone doing transportation um but it's all in our advance like who you can reach out to for these things like the link to the hotels or whatever it is it's all there it's pretty clear cut dry but right. inevitably people don't read through the whole advances yeah, I and don't. Then, yeah. <laughs> i don't yeah i don't notice sometimes when we get tech writers i'll get like a their whole hospitality yeah hospitality list. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had that happen at Countdown. Yeah. Their hospital writer was. I think like I have a few. Writer. Yeah, I think I have a few hospitality ones that I kept for myself, and it's like there's always like a wild ass fucking request. Always. Yeah, I fucking love that. I love to see it. Like, have you seen clean... Have you seen Steve Aoki's tech writer? No, I have not. It is crazy. He does like a whole questionnaire thing for you. He tells you what cakes you're supposed to get, mm-hmm. and at the end, he gives you which ch- which cake that I want, and like it's insane. Yeah, that, how crazy it is. They have too much time. Ages in their long. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen some pretty gnarly hospitality writers because I also did that this year a lot too. Was artist hospitals, so I got to see that's a whole other beast. side of it. Oh my god, yeah. Shout out to hospitality. The, what but was I the mean, craziest that... thing you've seen on on a on a writer? <sighs> Lamborghini, <laughs> a pair of no. socks. I would like Kanye West to walk. Me oh, down there's to a the lot sketch. of socks. There's yeah, underwear, socks. socks, shirts. Someone wanted like a vintage T-shirt. Um, a lot of people have like obscure, like 
food items or like drink items that are like you you can't find them in normal like stores. And also, I think sometimes the teams forget that like if you're playing a festival in like the middle of Arkansas, like I'm probably not going to find this like obscure CBD drink that you want, you know, but we will try to like order it off Amazon or like wherever oh. it is. Yeah. Have you ever had an artist come and you didn't have like their CBD drink and just be, oh, where is my? No, but they know ahead of no, time. No, they do. And they we'll, we'll, we'll be like, we'll hey, we don't have this. That. We'll communicate that. Some okay. teams give a lot of pushback because they're like, no, we like need this. And I've learned working with some bands and artists like who really needs like a to the T writer. And it's mostly going to be like your headliners or people that are really like picky. A list. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But most of the time we can just like substitute substitute out some of the things that they want and we'll just like let the tm or the manager know like hey this is what we got like also keep in mind like we're in the middle of arkansas so like (laughs) the only thing here is a walmart you know we can't find this or that or the other but again we do order a lot like on amazon and stuff like we try to get these riders to the t i think the only thing with hospital is like there's a lot of like waste at the end Oh, so that's the only over. thing that like that's a write off hurts my heart. It's a, yeah. It hurts, and it, but it's a write off. Take it home. You got to keep. Nah, you can't. We give it out. We give it out to like side ops yeah. to you guys production, and then the nice thing is, um, my friend that I've been doing a lot of hospital shows with this year will round up all the like non alcoholic drinks and food after we've distributed it to obviously like production and all you guys that work with us. Um, well, well is that do- where our candy comes from? Yeah. Oh shit! I never <laughs> yeah. knew that because it usually, uh, it's either you. Or someone else, they drop off like a little box. And it's like, here, snacks. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, more snacks. Yeah. And it's those uh, Mott's. Oh, the Mott's gummies? Yeah, the gummies. I was like, oh, somebody's somebody's trying to get me healthy. (laughs) (laughs) They're so good, though. But um, my friend that I've been working with, like, will donate that stuff to, like, a woman's shelter. or that's awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So it's it's pretty nice because then I'm like, cool, like, these people, like, need it and it's nice. Yeah, you don't throw it away. Mm -hmm. Good. I like to hear that. Yeah, awesome. yeah, because you do see at the end of the show, they're just like a bunch of extra whatever case of death water. And there, there's really that. never extra alcohol. Never. There's half drunk al- alcohol. Sometimes half drank. there's extra alcohol. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, you weren't there. You were there when uh, when uh, rework carried that whole bag. Oh no, of alcohol out. No, I wasn't there. Literally a whole fucking trash bag full of. I did yeah, not partake in that celebration. <laughs> You guys need to come grocery shopping at the end of a show. Yeah, it's crazy. Come to hospitality. That's my favorite thing. Like, Everyone goes grocery shopping where, and takes whatever Where they is want. this located? <laughs> Next to the artist compound. I usually always take water. Like, yeah, that's smart. I mean, yeah. You know what's crazy to me that's so hard to get? It's fucking Red Bulls. I'll, I'll be on it's stage like, can I get Red Bulls? And like, oh, you know, I don't, we can't. I'm like, it's for the artist. Are you kidding me? It's for the artist. Yeah, it's hard. We try to sometimes, like if we have extra... Um, or if like they sponsor like a festival, it's easy to get it. Yeah, but it's kind of rare now. But it is rare. Yeah, I think they only sponsor EDC. That's it. I don't see them anywhere, like any nocturnals, yeah. any Wonderlands. Yeah, I feel There's like, like it's harder to get EDC, seen, but not them. Yeah. Yeah, but then you you can be like me, dog, and you know go pay crack prices, dog, for what you want your fix. <laughs> you know, I paid twelve dollars for a can of soda. We've talked Jeez. about this. We're gonna like make well, this no, we're gonna traveling might... coffee station now. <laughs> I have a tech writer now. Ooh, Augie, a DJ tech tech writer. Augie, oh, Augie knows about it. Sent him pages Augie long. Augie and Gasper, you guys better start <laughs> shopping early, dog, at Walmart. <laughs> That's so great. You, you mentioned that bands. What do you prefer to work with? Bands or like live acts or electronic? Ooh, um, 
I enjoy both for sure. Um, I think it's definitely different when you have live acts. It's a lot more that has to go into it, right? Because it's now multiple people. There's way more gear. The crew is a lot like larger. Um, there's a lot more like overnight programming that happens. Like I think with like our EDM acts, there's like not too much of that like going on. It's only the big guys. Yeah, that exactly. Have that have right, exactly. So like the DJs and stuff are pretty like easy to work with. So I like that part of it, obviously. But I think the bands are like so dope. So I like it. And I like having more challenge and like more stuff to do when I'm on site and yeah. things like that. So it's nice. But like those are the writers that are usually like seven pages long because they have such a large like crew. Yeah. Um, it's five five people and then they're roadies and things of yeah, that sort. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's, it's a lot. But I've worked with more bands this year doing like other non-insomniac shows and it's been like really enjoyable that's dope oh yeah, yeah. what was the last show you you did well the last show i did was countdown what? but before that what was the last show? when we were young oh in vegas vegas oh, that's yeah. huge oh it was huge what did you do uh, relations i did i actually did kind of music hospitality was that? for that oh it, it was like uh, alternative alternative rock indie like who's Par- the headliner paramore and mm. my chemical romance oh shit that yeah. was this year that, that was, was next year. year it's next year too but blink 182 and green day will okay. be the headliners oh that's right i heard about that yeah, yeah i'm so stoked for next year oh man i gotta go you already booked it's tentatively on my calendar but nice. until i, like I have that. like an offer letter then no it's, but it is yes it's been it's offered on question mark right now dates yeah. yeah. If end of February is gonna be a full circle on it, yeah, it's ours. Yeah. So you said that you your first show was Escape, right? Mm-hmm. And then so did it just start trickling down working Insomniac shows, and then you branched out to doing? How yeah. did that all go down? Yeah, that's basically what it was. So then, like Haley put me on most of the Insomniac shows, and then 2021 was like a pretty big year once Day Trip started, and then we just had like all those back to back shows. And then, yeah, I just started meeting other people through working at Insomniac. And then they're like, hey, like, would you work this show for me? Or like, would you do this for me? And I was like, hell yeah, like, I'll do it. So I feel like 2022 was that year where I met like certain people that put me on to different companies and different shows to work on. And, we're in the loop already. Yeah. Nice. So Your name's going around. Yeah. yeah. So it's been like super awesome. And I would just like to point out that every single person that has hired me or given me an opportunity has been a woman. And they have been the best people that I've ever worked for. I'm friends with most of these girls. So it's literally been incredible. Nice. Yeah. I love it. I feel like there's a a very large community of women that are giving more opportunities just to, not just to women, but I feel like bringing more women on. There's like a whole little group. Have you worked uh, Coachella? Are you? I have Do Lab. So I'm actually advancing Do Lab this year. Ooh, nice. Wow. With again another one of my like female friends. That's my boss, and I love her. Actually, Casey Hurdle. Yes, yeah, she was on yeah, here. Nice. Yes, yeah. yes. Love her. Nice. Um, love her too. So yeah, I'll be doing that with her this year. Last year, I was a production runner for Megan The Stallion, so I was hired by her like directly, which was what? cool. Wow! Yeah. What? Holy <laughs> shit! Like, Megan yeah. The Stallion. Again, my name through the grapevine, somebody, the road manager at the time reached out to somebody I know from Insomniac that I'm friends with. And basically he hit me up and he was like, hey, like, do you want to work this? And I was like, 
uh, yeah, Megan Thee Stallion, yeah. sign me up right now. And yeah. So what is exactly did you do? Like, what do you? I basically like drove her like crew from like the from LAX to their hotel that was in LA. And then the next day, like drove down to Coachella at like four in the morning. And then they had because there was a couple production runners, right? Like this is a big touring party. I yeah, think huge. typically bigger than some of our like EDM acts. This is, and this was my first experience with like people talking about A party and B party and C party and D party. Like I didn't even know that lingo until. I don't know. What that I don't even know. Tell, explain what that is. So, okay. So like for larger touring parties an A party would be like the artist and like the closest people that ride with them. So usually there's also like a tour manager for like the A party. Cause then it's like her glam team, her like assistant, her stylist like people okay. that always have to ride with her and then like obviously her personal security okay the party would be more of like the her like front of yeah like her dancers okay. um other people like that and also can include like her ld her sound engineer things like that okay, okay. um and then like c party d party would be like probably like guests or some family like stuff like that people that aren't like essential crew on this touring party basically so then it was really just me like then driving her crew in the morning to site at Coachella and then going back and getting all of like her dancers and bringing them back to stage and then just kind of like being there in case they needed anything. Like we would go run and buy like Swiffers and cleaning product to clean like her stage up because it was kind of like this almost looked like mirrors basically. It was like reflective oh, surfaces right. okay. um, and stuff like that. And then at the end of the night at like 4 a.m. I had to drive the crew all the way back to... LAX, yeah. Wow. So it was like definitely long days. Um, and then yeah. But it was it was great. Awesome. It was a good Fuck experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. really cool to see it happen. Did you get to meet her? Like she Not personally, but she was like right in front of me. Impressive. And then yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was pretty cool. And then um yeah, second weekend I did an A party run. So I got to go to like her, the house that she was staying in at Coachella oh. and like pick up, not her, because she obviously rides in like an SUV with like, you know, her boyfriend, her security. But I took like all of her glam crew and the rest of the A party like in my van with me or whatever. So I was like, that was cool, you know, just to like yeah. be around it. Yeah. You're it very starstruck. I was like, oh my God. Part of the team. Yeah. Trying to hold it together. Yeah. <laughs> How it was cool. Really fun. Yeah. It was super, awesome. super fun. Yeah. It was a great experience. How how does she seem? Does she seem cool or Yeah, totally. She seems she's just busy, right? And there's like a lot of people around her that like have a lot to talk to her about and do with her. But she was from what I saw when she was like outside and in her little compound, very nice, very happy. Like oh, that's awesome. Yeah, okay, she good. seemed really, really cool. And her team was really great as well. So yeah. No divas. No. Good. No. Good. I like that. No. Yeah, there's only room for one and it's her. No, she's not a diva. Oh, <laughs> everyone is a diva. Well, in my experience, she was lovely, and so was the rest of her. Awesome. Yeah. So good shit. Yeah. Good shit. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh my god. No. So, uh, so this year you're doing um, relations, artist relations. Yeah, at Dulab. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna help like advance that with Casey. So that lineup. Excited. That lineup was just uh, released. Or Coachella. Bad Bunny Baby. <laughs> that lineup is, this is probably, yeah. so those who you know going? me, I've gone to Coachella before, like the first start. I went like almost 17 years in a row. Wow. And then it just got really 
hip hop. No, not even that. It just got really trendy. It's it sad. wasn't what it was. Really? It was about what you were wearing. It wasn't about the artist. This lineup, I feel, is impressive. Really I good. Think so too. Really it's good. A good one. Yeah. Really good. And I'm not a fan of Bad Bunny, and and not not to say anything, but the the artists under it are. I would love to see it. Yeah, I again, uh, not my style, but I can respect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I would love exactly. to see him in concert. Why not? He just looks oh, so man, energetic. So yeah, he's so good live. It's why, why would you do that? That would be a great show. Yeah, yeah. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm not a fan of him, but I would, I would, I would check it out. Yeah, th but this this time I was like, ooh, what do we? Blondie. Ooh. Are you guys, guys going to go? I don't know. We haven't nah, really talked about it. He sent me the lineup, so. and I was just like, Underworld. I think oh you should. God. Chemical Brother. Jesus. So good. Yeah, Anyways, yeah, stop trying to pump yourself up if you're not gonna go, man. Yeah, I'm already pumping myself up. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like, fuck, dude. That's so funny. That's I so mean, you can go with Augie. Tell Augie to get you in that shit. There you go. Yeah, Augie, do it. I can't even get me to work on a show. You want to fucking go? With you know, that. you know what it is. It's it's not so much the the cost of the ticket, which is you know, it's I actually haven't paid for a ticket in a couple of years, so I don't really know what it is, but because <laughs> uh, we haven't gone in years, we haven't yeah, gone in years, yeah. but. It's more the uh, room and board that is yeah. just that oh, fucks insane. you. Mm -hmm. Like I can pay for the ticket, I can respect that, whatever, couple hundred dollars for the ticket, but then you got to spend like twelve thousand dollars for, fucking... <laughs> for room and board. It's just like oh, that that's what kind of makes me think twice about not going because the amount of money that I was like, okay, how much is a flight to Spain? <laughs> Do I spend that on just a hotel in Coachella or do I fly to Spain? Like, you know, totally. Uh, I think it's one of those things too. Like you may have to like try to book something like a year out. Absolutely. Because like, I'm pretty to. sure it, everything is like gone. Like we used to stay at like Motel 6s and I don't fucking care. We can stay at another Motel 6, but they're just not close by. We would literally drive from Palm Springs to Coachella every day, every night because there was cheap hotels out there well i thought and, that's that's what people do period wait uh, people i'm pretty sure people still do but it's it's a drive it's a drive you've been in the sun all day possibly partying like it's yeah. not how long is that drive just i just want to know because that maybe it's like, no it's longer than like 30 oh. 40 minutes maybe oh shit yeah from the actual field to like downtown palm to, springs it's to, yeah. probably like it's rough yeah Oh wow! Rough. I, I don't it's think like I've a ever, 30, 40 I don't think I've ever driven to Coachella. Oh. I've driven to that that Caspian Sea or the Cast Casted Sea, the one that's out there, the shit water. Oh, I don't oh Salted Sea. Salted Sea. There oh. we go. I've driven to that one, but is that by Coachella? Yeah, kind of. It's probably like twenty minutes away. It's it's near there, but yeah, oh, okay. it's, yeah. Yeah, that, um, I've never been to Coachella. And then we in wow. in as we got older, we started to rent a house, which was awesome, and we would walk. Oh, awesome. that was nice. Awesome. That was really but nice. again, it's a lot of money. Yeah. How much is that house? A lot of money. It was like a couple, I think it was a grand. No. Is that a pool? It was, like, it was like two grand, I is think. Is that a pool? No. Well. I had access to a pool. Yeah. It was oh. like in a gated community. community. Well, let me know. Like golf. I'll there. go half with you. I'll take my kids out there for this fucking weekend. There we go. Let's do it. And uh, you guys can stay in the I'm one of the rooms. I'm pretty sure it's going to be like four grand now. Well, I mean, it down. was like twenty five back then. I mean, like, I'm down to put up uh, what twenty five hundred again. Flight to Spain. <laughs> How do you want to go to Spain <laughs> though? It's Frank Ocean. Flight to Greece. Frank Ocean's Flight gonna to... be there. Why do you want to drive? Why do you want to go to Spain? I Frank know. Ocean is gonna I be just, there. I just I miss traveling. We haven't traveled anywhere. 
Hey, we're going to Miami on Tuesday. I know. What? I'm excited. We haven't traveled <laughs> anywhere. Well, we have it. That's Tuesday. And then you're going on the ocean for like what, four or five days? Mm-hmm. Are you guys doing uh, group cruise? Group cruise, yeah. Sick. Did you get on Keso Fresco's list? Because he put me on. <laughs> you didn't even know about this? Nah. No, but shout out Queso Fresco. That's I know. Cool. Yeah, he's killing it right yeah, now. I know, I truly fucking... he is. I've heard the unreleased bangers, and yeah. when I tell you they're good, yeah. they are good. Yeah, he sends me his stuff. It's And he won't do the show. Yeah, he won't. We just had, had him had guest a... mix. I know, Last but we want good. him in no, the I chair. Yeah, I want to sit him. He's a super embarrassed. I'm like, why? We just sit here and shoot the shit. We're going to get him Come on. on. We'll get him on. Oh. We'll get him on. Him. Once we get Haley, he'll probably do it. <laughs> he'll be like, fuck it. Haley already went on there. <laughs> so where do you see yourself in the future? So I really want to tour manage. Like that's like a medium to long term goal for me, basically. Okay. So that's what I want to do. And then after that, like, I really don't know. Like this year, I'm going to try to like branch out and do like other things like outside of the AR world just to kind of learn how different departments work at like a festival and like that way it can be a little bit more well-rounded and like no do everything right yeah wear many hats or at least just understand what other departments do because i think sometimes what i've seen happen is that people think they know like what departments do but they don't and it's like i would love for everyone to have an understanding of like how much work all of us put in in each of our respective departments and how much goes into it and I think sometimes that gets like lost. And then when people try to come in and help or like talk to you about like this isn't going right. It's like, well, because you don't know actually like what we're doing. So why don't we like talk about it, give you some understanding and some clarity around it. And then like that way, like there's just more respect. And I love that. I love that because you don't really know until you're in the middle of it. You don't really understand what goes on in something until you're actually doing it. So the more you know. The better. Totally. The more you know, yeah. the, the better. And, and that's what I want to do. I just, like, want to learn. And, like, even when I'm, like, on stage, like, Ricardo, too, like, I always ask him, I'm like, okay, so what are you doing on these CDJs and yeah. this mixer? Like, show me. Like, I want to learn, like, what it is that you're doing. Uh, she had asked me, are you on main stage? I was like, no, I got demoted. Horace <laughs> One took it, and she's all, Ricardo? I was like, yeah, dude, he just fucking blew it out of the water. He, he, <laughs> he, blew he took it me out of main stage. She's all fucking liar. And I was like, nah, they put me with Jacob. <laughs> you and Jacob are a good pair. Though. Yeah, you guys They're go wherever you guys really go. Good. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a good pair with everybody. <laughs> That's true. Well, you you, how would you know? You only work with Jacob. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. He's worked with every. I got Chris. Oh, Holland, he has worked with everybody. Chris Holland, Larry, Jesse, um, Bagel. You've worked with everybody. everybody. No, I haven't worked with that guy. Um. Fuck, what's his name? You worked with him. Vincent? Oh, Jake? Uh, he's all tatted up. Looks worse glasses. Skinny. We got his name. I met him at uh, Beyond Wonderland, Seattle. I forgot his name. Oh, I don't know. Jake? I think Isn't so. Isn't there a Jake? Because he was like new to me also this year. Yeah, I think so. It's him. I feel like that's him because he wears glasses there's, and he's Yeah, skinny. there's a couple new dudes that I've never, ever oh, really? seen. Yeah, and I'm like. Shit. I met Josh. I mean, I worked with Josh. You you met Josh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Worked with Josh, too. Hey, dude. Nice. Yeah. There's a bunch of them that we, that are coming in, actually. Yeah. And I mean, we've never worked with them, but I'm sure the reason they're coming in is because they're friends. Yeah, yeah. Of who's already already there. Yeah. 
Right. Again. Yeah. I mean, they run a tight boat. They're not going to fucking just refer anybody. Of course there. not. Of course not. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's with everybody. Like you said, we were talking about friends. They're not just recommending somebody who's. Yeah. Some guy off the street. Oh, yeah, yeah no. totally. Yeah. No. Totally. Yeah, I, I won't that. recommend anyone I unless I know like, they're like really yeah. good. It's because it's, it's your name on the line. Hell yeah. It's your reputation. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't expect anyone to do that for me either if they didn't think I could do whatever the role is. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, it's. And also, not a lot if of somebody refers you, then you also feel like I have. I, I want to make sure that I do good by them. Oh. Hundred percent. They got me in. I want to make sure that I don't. It's not always like that. It's not. It's not always like that. It's the ones that take pride in it. That's why she is why where she is and where she's going. Yeah. Because you you take pride. That's the perfect word. You take pride in what you do. Yeah. Hundred percent. You want to give a hundred. Have you brought anybody in that that's kind of climbing the ladder too, or not yet? I recently recommended actually like a a friend of mine from when I lived in Wisconsin like hit me up and she's like, "Do you remember my little cousin?" Like. He's like just now like getting into the industry and he's just moved to California. And like if you could recommend him, you know, let me know. And it sounds like he's worked with like Live Nation venues and stuff like that. Okay. So like I actually um, sent him the application for like Okeechobee and stuff like that. But I think I do recommend people and I have a list of like everyone that I've worked with that I like love, which is pretty much almost everybody. So it's like I always tell them if I can put you on something like I will obviously like I'm not the manager so it's like not my decision but like yeah. i'm so happy to like recommend anyone that i've worked with that i love and cherish and that does a great job like i'm happy to bring everyone on to whatever i can just like people did that for me and i just want to like reciprocate that and and make sure i always recommend ground control i was like you want to set mm-hmm. foot in this industry is ground control if they see that you're better than what they need in ground control then they're going to move you somewhere where yeah, they can, you're gonna move up. Yeah, we have an awesome girl that works at Relations now that came from Ground Control. That's why. Kaylee that's why everybody tells me, "Oh, but that's awesome. That's like really not. No, that's, no. Well, you got to. It's start grunt somewhere. work. Yeah. I mean, you got to walk and you got to take care of people, but people see that you're doing a great job at that. They're gonna move you up. Yeah. Yep. Like it's it's that's hear, the way in. I hear totally. that a lot though. Like if th- somebody sees that you're busting ass on something, then they're gonna be like, "Okay, wait a minute. Maybe you can do this. Maybe yeah. you're better off your your time doing this." A hundred percent. Yeah, I have met some dude that he was like telling me like oh you work these shows but this was years ago this was when ground control had first started and i was like yeah and i was like what does your sister do and she's like oh she's part of ground control and i was like oh all right cool and those at that time were like unpaid interns and they were they were given them started, like, yeah like you would work a certain amount of shows and then you would get show tickets you know just so um, you know that's how they were paying it back yeah and i remember like he was like oh are you going to this show and i was like nah dude i didn't get that show and i think it was in orlando and he's like, oh, they're flying her out. And I was like, oh, so she's a paid, you know? He's like, oh, yeah, she just started getting paid. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Nice. When's when he told me that? And I said, it pays to play that. Like, I mean, again, going yeah, back 100%. to, you know, yeah. you put it intern, in the work. Like, it's not I, maybe not everybody's an intern, but you do, you do, you come in and you work a couple of shows for free. They see your work, work ethic. And then they're like, okay. Let's make you do that, or I'm going to pay you now because I know you. you and 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 it also like I saw because I referred it to a lot of people, and I mean I'm I'm telling like look this isn't going to fall on your lap, yeah. It, not it doesn't yeah. fall on everybody's lap. Yeah. If you want to get in this industry, the you have to find a door, and that's the easiest door to open, which is ground control. Yeah. Once once you somebody hears about it, and somebody of the higher ups, hey, we need somebody. Who do you who can you recommend? That's the first department yeah. they're going to look into. Yeah. 
you know and then they give up because it's like oh no it's not what i know i said that's the thing you gotta work hard you gotta keep going you can't just expect to do two shows and then oh expect for the higher-ups to call you like no dude the higher-ups are always looking and when it comes down to the time like hey that's the first department they go to because they know they got good work ethic if they stuck with it yeah yeah if they do a good job agreed plus they got they're the front line they gotta fucking save the lives dude like Shout out, ground control. That's big. That's that's tough. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't fucking be like, shit, motherfuckers passed out. Like, I would fucking probably lose it. I like hate walking through the crowds because obviously, like, we're always told to like, if you are walking through the crowds to get anywhere, like, please like make sure you help anyone. And like, Haley is so amazing with that because she's like, I don't care how long you're off radio. Like, if you see someone, like, you get them help. You stay there. Like, you get medical. She's like, you. Like, I don't care, yeah, like, how long first. you're out safety. of this department. Like, just help the people. So I'm always, like, looking when I'm, like, walking through. And it always, like, you know, like, hurts your heart a little bit. Like, when you do see someone going yeah. through something like that. But honestly, like, shout out Ground Control, Health and Safety there. Like yeah, the and it's because team, they're like, always in the dark areas. The heroes. Yeah. They're always hiding in the dark areas. And it's like, dude, nobody's going to p- see that you're hurting here in the dark, man. Like, yeah. And we're the only ones that walk through there. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a couple incidents where I've walked out just to go outside my stage and see someone passed out and they're like friends like, Hey, we need help. And then, you know, call radio and and come wait. It's it's really scary. There was, I can't say who it was, but, um, this person, um, I don't want to give like literally any details. No, 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 no. Like whether it was an artist, I guess whoever it was, but I truly thought this person was dead. Oh my God. I'm not kidding. Like they would knock it up. Their friends were trying to get them up. And it was literal dead weight, like white dead weight. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I'm like, I'm looking at a corpse right now. Like, would not wake up, like punching the chest, like slapping the face, like trying to get anything out of this person. And it was not happening. So I like immediately called medical and thank God they got there within probably like a minute. And we just had to like drag this person basically like to the side and thankfully this person like came too but like that was for me also like one of the craziest scariest like moments of my life because i was like there is no way that this is happening right now scary i I would love to get one of those emt guys but i'm sure it's like uh there's like a clause through that they can't even talk about that right well they don't have to give names but yeah i would they can they could probably talk about some of the medical issues that they see and stuff like that it's just not like who the person not was. Secret. Yeah. They probably yeah, don't even remember. They see so many. Yeah, they're a big patients. part of the show as well, just as we are. Absolutely. I, no, yeah. I agree. That's what I'm saying. Like health and safety, ground control, like truly the heroes yeah. of our shows. Like Yeah, like, every honestly. year I feel like every festival it gets more and more like with the safety. Yeah, I love I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but you can go and take a little five minute course to get the Narcon, mm-hmm. the little narco nar- nar- narco narcan. Uh, thing and then yeah. you can hold it oh, shit. and show you how to use it. But you gotta do like a little five minute whatever. I know. Thing. I know. Before Good to have. they yeah, used 100%. to really offer us um, uh, IV bags. They would. I would. Uh, they still do. They do. They I mean, if, I if I, I never there, took advantage of it. An and then they one of the guys had asked me like, because I looked tired. He was like, "You look tired, bro." Like, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Like he's like, "You, you know, you can go in the tent. And they'll hook you up with an IV." Like. You're like, I ain't got time for yeah. that. I was like, I, I got a sound check right now. He said, like, well, come after. You bring your you know? bag. But I never yeah. went, you know. I never <laughs> no, went. They'll, they'll, they'll take care of anyone, including staff. Like, at hard summer, like, it's hot as hell out there. 
And like one of yeah. one of my colleagues went and got an IV because it's just so hot. Like especially if you're in the compound, you're like you're just sitting outside in the sun for like twelve hours, you know. So and there's it will. only so much water you can drink. I know, like, or liquid IV or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's just so much. Okay. I know that day I felt like I drank so much. But I was peeing a lot too, and I was just like, "Jesus, dude, this needs to stop." Yeah, <laughs> like you just drink so much. Yeah. I, I between me and and Jacob, I think we drank like four of those eighteen packs yeah. of the wow. the what is it called the liquid death. Liquid death. I mean, they don't quench your thirst, bro. It's like fucking yeah, tap water. But weird. we're just sitting there like pounding them, and I was like, "Dude, what the f- another one? Another one?" I was yeah. like, "Dude." And then I think they're easier to drink in a can. I don't know why. Just they are. Yeah. Taste the metal. Reminds you of a kid when you're drinking Ugh. water from the tap. I hate those. They're only good when they're cold. Like if they're not like super cold, they're not good. But it's all we have. I know, but we have victorious water here. It's which is delicious. Yes. Yeah, it's victorious. Premium um, water company. Very good. So yeah, good. Uh, what does music mean to you? Um... Sorry, I just had to take a little sip. Um, <laughs> no, we all did. <laughs> Some of the premium water. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think music to me, it's everything. Like, it's so powerful. It's a universal language. Like, every person in every country from every being of life has music. And I think it's something that brings people together. And, you know, for me, it's, you know, oftentimes even like emotional, you know, listening to songs, it just brings out certain emotions or brings me back to like a certain memory in my life or, you know, things like that. And I just think it's so powerful. Like there's not a day that goes by that I'm not listening to music, you know? And I think it's just so, so important. Like it's literally saved people's like lives. You know what I'm saying? Like people, like these artists truly do provide, you know, art that helps people and makes people feel happy or, or sad or, you know, anything. And I think to me, it's just everything. Definitely healing. I agree. For sure. Healing for sure. Like, I I just feel like where would we be without it? Yeah. Yeah. I 100% agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's everything. It's everything. I wake up with music in my head. Oh, this one. Yeah. (laughs) She's like dancing. Like like brushing my teeth. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why I have a song (laughs) in my head, but I do. I try to give video like sneaking here because she'll just be randomly like doing some crazy dance moves. That's so <laughs> I'm funny. so glad that he's not fast with his camera. I'm like trying to, God damn. Just... And then I'm like, I can see you over there fumbling with your phone, <laughs> sir. No videos so of me funny. dancing. <laughs> All right. Um, love that. Uh, who's our. Oh, yeah. Let's get in. Uh, we have a get guest in. mix. Get you smiling real quick. Oh. Okay, good. Because mine's weren't coming on. Okay. You like that one? I don't want to yeah, put anything you cute. don't like. I love it. Because I was taking some right now, and it, it, it kind of looked. I know. I don't I like know. it. And I have a big double chin, so. We all do. Oh, Edit that get out. out of town. Today's DJ mix is by my boy, Nathan. He goes by Nathan to it. All right, so let's get into the mix, and we'll be back. This is set time. Oh, yeah.
le oye en las voces, como el pavo real. Se le oye en las voces, como el pavo real. Cada vez que voy al mar se me presenta mi pena desde la profundidad.
feel your heart and soul inside of me. I wanna feel your heart and soul inside of me, inside of me, inside of me, inside of me.
All right, we're back. Thank you, Nathan, for sending that mix. Oh, yeah, bro. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Uh, if you want to follow him, you can check him out at N-A-Y-T-H-A-N-2, the number two. The number two. And then I-T, Nathan Tuit. And he goes by Nathan Showtime. Nathan Tuit is what it. Oh. That's what he goes by. Nathan Tuit. Nathan, Nathan, yeah. Thank you so much, Victoria. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you for uh, showing up with a short notice. I know. No worries. I'm glad I could do it, you guys. Uh, it was I perfect. So much. You perfect. said you flew in last night, right? Literally, yeah, like 10 p.m. Damn. Yeah, Y'all had our... me out here hella early this I know, morning. That's yeah. Kirby. I'm, just <laughs> I'm sorry. I, no, I, I'm excited. I honestly thought she was flying in early Friday, like, you know, oh. like 10 in the morning, oh. taking red eye and shit because she's so important, you know? Oh, my God, no. I'm pretty sure I was like, oh, maybe she has meetings Friday here early so we can catch oh, her, you know? I'm not that important. And then she had posted something last night, and I was like, dude, this fool is partying. <laughs> nice. Fly was, in and get to it. I was like, dude, she's going to show up like hungover. But no. Oh, is she? I was in my bed posting. Don't worry. I was. Yeah, that's how I was. I was like, I'm oh. out partying old videos. Yeah. Fuck you guys. It was partying like at five. Yeah. But you were in bed by 10. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was in bed early. Yeah. Yes. Same. Uh, thank you for coming. Yeah. Of course. Thank you guys so the much show. for thinking of me. What's your uh, next show? What do you got coming up? My next show is probably going to be Innings, Arizona. It's Ooh. at the end of February. All right. Yeah. So you're not doing Okeechobee? That would be after that. And oh, like I interviewed for it actually yesterday. So I'm going to hear back probably like next week. So fingers crossed I Hopefully will be it. doing it. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Um, which is exciting because I've actually always wanted to go to Okeechobee. So where do they help? Where's it held at? In Okeechobee, Florida. Oh. But I don't fuck. know like exactly because I've never been. So I don't know like where a site is, but it's in Okeechobee, Florida, which is like South Florida. Oh. Matt Hatter is taking over. <laughs> taking over the whole map. Watch New York's next. Yeah. All right. It's coming. It, well, we got EDC on at sea. Oh, the yeah. Boat. yeah. That's going to be. That's going to be intense. Are they doing Orlando and then boat or boat and then Orlando? Wait. Well, it's in, no, it's in it's November. Boat the beginning and then of Orlando. Yeah. Orlando is usually like. 10 through the 13th, somewhere around then. So this is before Orlando. This will be before, I think. Unless they move Orlando, but Orlando's always like mid-November. Oh, they might. They might move it because they're every year for the last three years, four years, it's always been fucking rain. I mean. That weekend's always fucking rain. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be a lot to go from like the boat and then... Orlando. But also, would it? Make, but it would make teams. sense. Yeah, It'd be exactly. That's teams. true. It'd yeah. be two teams because they would be getting rid of the team that's doing fucking uh, escape. Get those to head out to that are uh, in Orlando for, oh, what is it, EDC, and then have another team. But they would, I'm almost positive what would happen is they would have to get the people and the gear production on the ship that's sailing before that cruise. So it will probably be in October, early or end of October is when they're going to start loading. Yeah, so that I'm boat. pretty sure they're going to reach out through resources like crazy because yeah, it's gonna, yeah, you're right. You'd have to load the, the boat a week before, right? Yeah, or and, like maybe like the charter before, which would probably be like four days before. Yeah, and then five days before. I mean, for the text, it would be the text. Yeah, that's why I had told my wife like, if we go out there, if any of our guys go out there and are doing the show, they'd have to be out there for two weeks. It makes no sense that you 
arriving to fucking Florida mm-hmm. and then fucking leaving Florida back to LA and then go back to fucking yeah. Florida the following, what, two days later? It makes no sense. Yeah. They would probably put you up in a fucking hotel, like, do your thing. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to yeah, be awesome. Yeah, it sounds really fun. Yeah. But I wonder, like, if more, like, what that's going to mean for, like, guest count at Orlando and the sea. Because I wonder if people are going to, like, choose between I think like, the sea or. Yeah, but you only, so Florida. on a cruise, you're only going to get about 5,000 people. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not a huge, it's you're not going to get, like, 20. Like, impact, yeah. And it, it'll that's probably be true. more, like, people from out of the fucking country. You might get, yeah. Yeah, yeah I like, yeah. Just it's like It's going to pull a different, it'll, it'll pull a little bit of a different crowd. Yeah, it would pull a different crowd. More people that got money. Yeah. 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 Like Definitely. these events I worked in Mexico, like, they got money. Have money to go. They're, yeah. They're, they're, that's the crypto gen. Yeah. <laughs> they got money. They got money. So, if people want to follow you, where can they follow you at? Um, they can follow me on Instagram. It's at Victoria561. I don't post like crazy on there, though, but there's some. Yeah. some people might hit you up. You might get some Yeah, money. absolutely. There's times that you do go on a posting rant, though. You got post all the time. I see that. Well, and it's when you probably ground. Yeah, exactly. I post a lot of my like, stories. I don't do a lot of like regular posts. Same Yesterday here. Yesterday was like the first regular like post story I've done life. In, like eight. It's like if you yeah. saw it, you saw it. If you didn't, I'm sorry. That's yeah. how I feel. Yeah. I'm like you probably saw it on my story six months ago, but I'm never gonna post about it again. Yeah. I like yeah, that. It's very rare. Nice. Yeah. Well, again, thank you for coming in. Well, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you all so much. Uh, this is set times. Bye bye. <laughs>